3: Sure. TMS is brought to you daily, by and large, by the support of our patrons at patreon.com TMS. Like Bicca, Sean Francis, and Elvish Link, coming up on TMS. Lawns are stupid and dumb.
0: No PR, no HR, and no Lieutenant Yar! The unbreakable Kimmy shit. Frog Pants, the matchmaking specialist. Stupid Pioneer Day. Alexander the Great can happen to anyone. Napoleon was exiled without tots, gosh! Thanks a lot, He-Man, you dick! <laughs>
3: i'm so glad humans can't explode
0: you can eat rice but not if you're a
3: pigeon prison approved podcast double dip firework day bureaucratic nimrods
0: the whale exploded oh the huge manatee
3: dan dan the tabletop man and more on this episode of the morning stream
2: we're going to play a wonderful game called who is my daddy and what does he do
1: he's my (laughs) butt
3: the morning stream yes i'm not easy to get along with am i good morning everyone welcome to tms it's uh tuesday july 25th 2023 i'm scott johnson that's brian ibbett hi brian ibbett
0: yeah, look at this. I mean, did did July just fly by, or is it just me? Did, did I just thought.
3: Go? Look, I thought th- I thought June was fast. Yeah, uh, I was wrong about June. July is some kind of maniac. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah,
3: and I and the weird bit yeah. is it should feel slow to me because this was the month early in the month, the fourth uh, through the sixth or seventh or whatever it was that we mm-hmm. were sick and had no water. Like that mm-hmm. should have slowed time down and made everything feel eternal. No, it yeah. still feels like the month just flew by like some kind of bat out of hell, and I don't like it one bit. No, sir, I don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't like it. I don't like it. Look, I'm not asking for much in this life. I just would like time to stop ticking like it's on fire. Like we have
1: to, what are we such a yeah. hurry for?
0: I know. I know.
1: Slow down, everybody.
0: Is this, is this the way things are going to go from now on as we get older, Scott, is that we're going to feel like, because I heard, you know, I always heard my parents complaining about, how it felt like time was going so fast. And I always felt like, oh my God, it's going so slow. <laughs>
3: right. Remember when you thought three months out of school was an eternity and you couldn't wait to get going you know, and you were just going to yeah. be there forever? No, the three months is zero, nothing. It's nothing. Two years is nothing. Everything's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. What are we even doing? Yeah, I know, Chad. I bring up time sometimes. All right, calm down.
0: <laughs> sometimes.
3: Uh let's get on with the, the things at hand though, so we can be part of sure. time, not not you know, not against yes, it all the time. Let's
0: contribute to time and not take away from it.
3: Happy to yeah. say that uh we, we we had a miracle, a Christmas miracle here at the House. Oh, nice! A Christmas in
0: July miracle.
3: Yep, a July Christmas miracle happened, and that was that we finally figured out what the hell was wrong with our sprinklers. Totally separate from our other water issue. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't figure out why one station was like dribbling, other ones had perfect pressure, and other stations oh. were like freaking out and, and kind of being both at the same time somehow. We just couldn't figure oh. out what's going on. And we've had oh, okay. three different people come and look at it and go, like, what, we had one guy, a neighbor, who does this for a living. He's yeah. like, oh, I'd love to help you out. Can I come over there and help you out? I'm like, sure, come on over. So he comes over, and he looks at it. And he goes, or before he says anything, he says to me, ah, this is nothing. You're going to, you know, you'll be surprised how easy this stuff is. Just just sit and watch, you know. <laughs> and he comes over, and he does stuff for about 45 minutes or an hour. And by the time he's done, he's like, I don't know what the hell you got going here. <laughs> so I was like, not easy, huh? Nope, not yeah. easy. So, uh he didn't do it. Another guy didn't do it or couldn't figure it out. And the only other way to figure it out was dig stuff up and it was going to cost more. And I'm like, well, let's before we do that, let's get somebody who kind of really knows. So the guy we got was Kim's brother-in-law, Devin. Uh, I guess he's my brother-in-law, too, somehow through marriage. Sure.
0: I was going to say that's. uh, Yeah.
3: I actually introduced him to Kim's sister. Oh, really? He and I worked well, together forever ago and then. He was working in the warehouse of this company I was in sales for. And I this would have been, oh, gosh, 2000 or 99, 98, something like that. And uh, I introduced them and they got married. And he's a very handy kind of dude, you know, knows Mm -hmm. how to do stuff and and did sprinkling with his brother for a business for a long, long time. So he knows his stuff. Yesterday was the 24th. Utah celebrates uh, Stupid Pioneer Day. I only say it's stupid because your fireworks kept me up all night, you bastards. <laughs> two in a month. What do you, yeah, I, it's so, such a, a two. They
0: need to make that, they, that's one of those days that they could say, we're going to do this on the last Saturday of the month or the second to last Saturday of the month or something like that, so that it's not a work day for most people the next morning. Completely, 1000%,
3: if that's possible, yeah. agree. Yeah. It's not possible, yeah. but I, I do wish to increase my percentage of agreement. But anyway, uh, it was gnarly, and I don't like how we get to double dip in fireworks, and the rest yeah. of the country doesn't. It just annoys me. But anyway, so he's got the day off, because a lot of locals get the day off. Mm-hmm. Uh, not us, though. We work, you know, you and I. We do what we got to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So Devin comes over, and Devin uh, says, I'm, I'm fixing this today. I don't care what happens. And he brought his son, who's now 16, 15, 16, big, big, big uh, heaping helping of a boy. He's got the, all kinds of... <laughs> muscles now and he's working out Uh and you know so he'll be good for any kind of lifting or digging or whatever so they come over and he figures it out basically when they built the house so this is like a 10-year mystery for us since we've been here 10 years now Uh when they built the house they tied you're supposed to have these stations separate you have the one branch out place well, the way it works right. at our house, so you have one out front and one in the back. And I forget what those are called, but, you know, the underground turn it on things. What are those oh, called? Oh, yeah.
0: You've got two of those? Yeah,
3: we have two of those set up, which should, oh, should mean okay. that we've got good, you know, better overall distribution because you're going to have better pressure in the back, better pressure in the front. Like the idea of having two is a little unusual, but it does benefit you if you have that. Anyway, they put one in front, one in back. Fine, no problem. But then whoever ran all of the piping for this connected them at some point and did so in like a spider web sort of way so it's all skiwampus going off in different directions basically had to tear that whole junction out in the two points and then re pipe all of that but he did all this so fast he had all the shit in his truck it was great he did it like while i was while we were on the show he did it and by the time i got upstairs after the show was maybe another half an hour they were here but then they were done it was great and of course, they're not charging us because they're family and they're just being nice, which is really nice of him. And we, he owed us anyway because Kim does shit for them all the time. Anyway, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's fixed. So now everything works right. The pressure's right. All that lawn that we had to let kind of die a little bit during July because we couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. <laughs> that's all getting. It's going. It's starting oh, to come oh. back. <laughs> yeah, it's just sucking it in like all night. Nice. Last night it just sucked in the rain or the the nice. uh, uh, the the pipes. Anyway, long and the short of it. All it takes is a somebody who knows what the frick they're doing.
0: <laughs> you know, now that you say that, we the, we do have two, and they're just side by side in in connecting bins, tangent bins. So, oh, weird. Um, yeah, we have one that goes in the front, and then one that goes to the back, and then it goes to our Rachio, um Oh, we're uh, doing that too. We have that same brand. Do you yeah, like, do you like how that's worked out? Oh, I love it? it. Yeah, the fact that it's like, oh, it's raining today. We're going to skip your, uh, you know, you would normally have a watering today, but we're going to skip it because you're getting, you know, 0. 0.31 inches of rain. So uh, we know we can skip. It is pretty cool. The, the yeah. That
3: thing's smart enough. And it's also smart enough to know when the forecast got it wrong and didn't yes. rain. It doesn't yeah. stupidly just not go. It goes, oh, well, it didn't rain. We're going to go ahead and go. Like, it's exactly. a really cool system, but we had it tied to this nightmare, that was never yeah. ride, dribble over here, spray too much over here. Is it a broken head? No, it's not. Is it a pebble in there somehow? No. It like, was never anything we thought it was supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now that it's all worked out, we had to go do the, you know, you make photos of the zones for the yeah. app.
0: Yeah, for the we, app, yeah.
3: We did all that again. And <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. That's now, cool. what's funny yeah, that's is...
0: That's the other thing I love about it, though, by the way, is that is that, you know, you can be... The first, the first time we run it every year... We have to figure out if there are any zones that, you know, the the frozen, because some of the pipes were put a little bit too close to the surface. So if there was any water in there, it'll crack and there'll be stuff that has to get replaced. So I can actually go and stand in the safe area right by a zone with the app and go, all right, run this for one minute. And then I check and see what the sprinklers are doing. It's like, all right, these are good. Turn it off. Go to the next one. I don't have to keep running back and forth. To the garage and, and that sort of thing.
3: Yeah, same deal. We really like that thing, but as it turned out, it was like putting lipstick on a pig because what was yeah, underground it was, was. The problem theft. was already yeah, deep yeah. in. Yeah. But good now. So uh, good. Also, you get a break on your water. I didn't know we were getting this, but, but by having that system, that app and everything, oh. they uh-huh. give you a break on your water prices because it saves so much
0: something efficient yeah. yeah oh i wonder if they do it here too I they wonder should if, uh, right
3: the house one we get mo- we get money back from the um the heater or, or utilities people for when we you we because we have a smart thermostat like you guys have one too i'm sure
0: yeah that one that one we we do get a discount with the smart yeah thermostat here i'm just looking to see ratio rebates program maybe that's it hmm. oh it might be
3: i don't know if it, you're maybe it maybe it comes down to your your uh Local utilities thing has to have a deal. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, maybe. But we get some some break on that. But um, it won't make up for the sixty five thousand (laughs) gallons.
0: No, probably not. Probably not going to make a difference.
3: Yeah. So it's one of those deals. But anyway, sprinkler hell. We're out of it now. Kim, I've never seen Kim so happy. She's so (laughs) relaxed. Like she was stressing about this pretty bad because we were thinking, great, the lawn's already turning brown because it's the hottest summer on record. And we couldn't. We we haven't been able to properly water anything. The HOA gets pissy. We rather. I mean, part of me was just like, just tear it out and zero scape it all. Um, Very
0: good. Well done. Well done, Scott. I got to enunciate
3: that for people. But uh, I want to. Yeah. We thought about doing that. We may still do that. You have to have some percentage of plants out there, no matter what, like Russian sage mm-hmm. yeah. or something.
0: It's because of the um, uh, your HOA.
3: Yeah, they gotta they gotta yeah. have some. That's so dumb. But anyway, if we do, if we end up doing that. I still want to do that because I think lawns are dumb. Lawns are stupid and dumb, and they are a colossal waste of water for very little benefit. Like, all you're doing is just saying, hey, look at me and my cool green lawn, and yeah. yay yay for water.
0: Yeah, exactly. My lawn's better. Oh, it's, yours is looking better? Oh, no, I need to increase how much I water, and blah, blah, blah. And I need to spend more money, and
3: yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, not my favorite. so thing. unnecessary completely agreed a little,
0: little, couple little patches
3: for the dogs that's all you need there you go see especially now I don't have little kids anymore although little kids visit but I don't need a big yard I don't yeah. need nothing I just need uh, I need to not spend big large amounts of money on water that was just to make something green <laughs> that's lame right, you know right. one day we're going to have yeah. water wars and we're going to all be pissed that we shot all that down into the earth and just said there you go water totally you know? Yep. Uh, speaking of uh Stupid stuff. I think I have to go do jury duty. I was really hoping.
0: Oh, really? You got your your information back, huh? (sighs) Yeah.
3: So last time I did this, I got nothing back. Time before that, I forgot about it and never submitted. Never heard anything. This time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to send it in like I did last time. But I'm going to be really adamant that I am the sole provider in this home, that I don't have a lot of time, that Mm -hmm. time off means a real ding to my business, blah, blah, blah. And I did all that. And I was real, uh, not, I was just real transparent about it, right? I wasn't making <laughs> Did stuff up. they just sent
0: back a letter that was like just them going, shrug?
3: Yeah. <laughs> or a, a, an animated GIF of a guy rubbing his eyes saying yeah, or whatever. Right. Yes, right. Well, anyway, so uh, I got emails. But this is the weird thing. I get this, I get two emails. First one says, we received your your thing. You're going to receive sometime after this email another email that will have a link to a thing and you're going to want to have this number from this email to put you're into right. that email so that it's the right number so you can fill out the rest of this form and I'm like oh my gosh really Another the funny thing is the email that was supposed to come after actually came first so that was really confusing because it asked for this number I didn't have yet but then this said oh no oh. you'll be getting an email that'll ask for this number I'm like okay this is who made this who's, who's the bureaucratic nimrod who made this form <laughs> Anyway, so I get all that, and I go to fill it out. And it's kind of the same exact form, weirdly. Mm. Mm. Even though it okay. said the purpose is you're now next step. We've got your first form. We approve it. This is the one I handwrote and sent back in the old-fashioned way. And they said, now you got to fill this out again. And then I'm like, okay, why am I doing this twice? I don't know, but okay, fine. I'll do it twice. And now I wait for... <sighs> getting called sounds like
0: sounds like the government yeah so inefficient <laughs> dude. typical yeah i mean who's what uh how soon is this uh uh
3: that part of, they were not at all specific about um all, they, oh, were, really? all so they, they didn't
0: say like you know coming up in august or end of july or no whatever.
3: they essentially just put, said that i'm on call it's kind of what it yeah. I, I can't remember That's the exact weird. wording but it felt yeah. like it was like it could be any time and it and if it's for any amount of time it may only be for a day or two possibly a week and it's like okay but what week what day Yeah like, I, I kind of need to know all that and that's why the form just felt kind of redundant like I already I already answered all this and yeah. so I don't, I
0: don't freaking know, dude. I don't know what to expect. That's really weird. I mean, usually the first thing that I get is the card that says, you've been selected for jury duty and it's going to be on this date and call the night before and find out if you're going to have to come in. And, and you know, the first thing you know before you even have to go or not is...
3: See, that is seems the, really uh, efficient to me. You were, yeah, you were told, yeah. here's the possible date.
0: Are you ready to go? Done. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm going to be out of town. Uh, bummer. Yeah, I don't get it, dude. It's weird.
3: Yeah. Someone in the chat says in Davis County, uh, they put you on call for three months and they contact you there if it's a trial. So Davis County, though, is what, north? Or maybe that's south of me. I can't remember what county. So it's a county by county thing? Huh.
0: Hmm.
3: Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. I hope it doesn't happen at all. I don't want it. Look, you got yeah. plenty of prospective jurors who have who would love <laughs> they would love to take a few days off of the jobs they have and, and sure. still be paid. Okay, I don't have that option. All right, I don't have HR. I don't have I don't even have PR. I don't have anything. You don't have a backup. No, yeah. no. it's no. just me. So knock it off and quit bugging me. All right. <laughs> uh, we got one final note here about Persia. You know, we were talking about. When were they Persia? When weren't they?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Then they All that. Iran. Yeah. yeah.
3: Here's a great text we received from an anonymous uh, listener. The text ad, or where they sent it was eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, And they said, subject, Persia. What happened? Alexander the Great happened. Smiley face.
0: <laughs> yeah. Things, things, you know, it's like, ah, oh, why couldn't my history teacher just have summed things up that, that eloquently? I right. mean, it could have been... Uh, uh, you know, a five-day class instead of uh, an entire semester. Yeah, oh.
3: yeah, right. We what a waste. What was I doing in high school for four fricking years? Exactly. What was I doing in college? Oh, for Alexander more fun? the Great
0: happened. Great, it's all I need to know. Yeah, oh,
3: <laughs> I wanted to be a- the answer to every problem we've got. Right. Yeah. Well, what what started the uh, French Revolution? Well, Al- Alexander the Great started it. Okay, that's just how it
0: exactly. Worked. How did World War II start? Well, Franz Ferdinand happened. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, speaking of which, I'm actually excited. About the band. <laughs> are you? Yeah, not the band. I'm excited about that um, Napoleon movie coming out.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah.
3: Ridley Scott and uh, yeah, who's Joaquin, the dude? Joaquin Phoenix, right? I Joaquin
0: think? Phoenix, right, yeah.
3: First time they've worked together since Gladiator, which is crazy. Mm. It's been 23 years since that, so that's crazy. Um, and the reason I say all this is because some people are mad because they think this will glorify Napoleon, even though he was a horrible tyrant. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say this: First of all, you haven't seen it yet, so who knows what Ridley Scott's plans are? Right? I don't exactly. I don't yep. know that they're glorifying him at all. But I, why wouldn't you want to get historical?
0: Yeah, hopefully yeah, these too- things are usually fascinating. God, I hope Abba is doing the uh, <laughs> uh, the score, the soundtrack. What
3: if John Heater narrated it from Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> That'd be funny. And
0: then he was exiled, and he didn't finish his tots it's like the best freaking island ever
3: yeah i'd watch that (laughs) yeah yeah i would totally watch that anyway thanks thanks for the update we appreciate it the alexander the great happened uh is we should put that on t-shirts i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) but just just that alexander the great happened yeah that's it and then that's it no no other yeah
3: let people ask so what what are they gonna know yeah all right
0: by the way you know uh where that name, Napoleon Dynamite, came from? No. Oh,
3: I didn't realize we had a cool origin
0: here. What do we have? It's a very cool origin story. Uh, it came from, uh, it was another alternate name uh, used by a singer who was born, Declan Patrick McManus. Oh, good lord. All right. and uh, But but used the, uh, based on his, um, what was it, based on his singing style? I can't remember what, what made him choose the, the name he's most closely associated with which is uh, Elvis Costello oh no way You didn't yeah. know that and another another one of his alter egos is Napoleon Dynamite do you think the Hesses were just real big fans and they were like we're gonna they this? claim and I don't know how you can possibly claim this that they came up with the name Napoleon Dynamite and didn't hear about it somewhere else
3: that seems a little
0: and close. I it's, it's super duper hinky like it's uh yeah
3: hmm. We should ask Wendy about this because they used to play board games with the Hesses. Oh, really? Yeah, this is before they this is before they made like movies and were big. Yeah, so oh, they Wendy funny. and Adam, <laughs> Wendy and Adam played played board games with them and the Jeopardy guy. Um, uh, who's the host now? Um, the smart guy. Oh, uh, Jennings. Ken Ken Jennings, Ken Jennings. Yeah. So it's Ken Jennings. Wow. My sister and her husband. This may have been during college, and then the Hesses, and they're all locals, or they were all at the time. They all went to BYU. They were all out here. And uh, I should ask her if they've ever heard any tales around that table. Like, it's been a while, so she may not remember this at all. maybe
0: they were listening to uh, Elvis Costello, and yeah, apparently he used it um, on his 1986 album, Blood and Chocolate. uh, Although he had used the pseudonym on a single B-side as early as 1982, filmmaker Jared Hess states that he was not aware of Costello's use of the name until two days before the end of shooting, when he was informed by a teenage extra.
3: That is wild to me. If that's true, is, I mean, he later you know. said,
0: had I known that name was used by anybody else prior to shooting the whole film, it definitely would have been changed. <laughs> I listen to hip hop, dude. It's a pretty embarrassing coincidence. <laughs> Come on <I> now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that is that doesn't sound right. Uh, yeah. Also, why why I feel like after um, what was the one with Jack Black, the wrestler one?
0: Yeah, Nacho um, Libre. Nacho
3: Libre. It feels like after that, Jared and. Jeruka Hess or whatever her last name is Jerusha her first name. Anyway, I feel like they stopped making movies basically.
0: They really did, yeah.
3: Um, let's see.
0: No yeah, for. what is their uh What do we got for director see. here? Uh Uh might well overnight I'll say they've got a Minecraft movie coming out in 2025. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's directing the Minecraft movie, okay. All right. Uh of the Unicorn coming out next year. So uh, and that's all that's all Jared uh, Jerusha did a uh, short film in 2020 called "95 Senses." Okay, so maybe they've been busy working, and I just didn't. Uh... I mean, did I remember you know that they yeah. directed "Murder Among the Mormons"?
3: No, I watched that and recommended it here. I know, yeah, it's I really had no funny. idea that Jared Director has had an anything... executive producer, Jared. <laughs> That's a great doc, by the way.
0: That's uh, Tina watched it, and yeah, she really liked That's it. It's
3: really good. When I was growing up, I think I said it then, but when I was growing up, this was a massive story. It was so big. Yeah the bombings and all that. It was nuts. Um, he directed some last man on earth episodes, two episodes. Mm -hmm. So he's been doing stuff.
0: He's been doing a lot of
3: stuff. All right. Masterminds, the movie masterminds.
0: I didn't see this. Uh, I did. And that was actually pretty funny. It was really nutty. And, uh, Owen Wilson, uh, Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis, Zach Galifian. Yeah. a big, great, you know, great cast. Kristen Wiig in a, in a blonde wig
3: yeah <laughs> yep oh and Kate uh, McKinnon shows up in there that's cool Kate McKinnon yeah because that, of course she does Leslie Jones kind of want to see it now
0: it's Jason Sudeikis Owen Wilson and a bunch of Saturday Night Live people mm. oh this, it was produced by Lauren Michaels so there you go well there's your problem, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> your problem. I've got a whole bunch of actors I'd like to <laughs> recommend for your
3: film yeah <laughs> But I just I would love it to hear the two of them working on an original film again and not just working for the system, you know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, it sounds like the um, this micro nations is a, a new uh, Jack Black thing. So it's going to be a new re-teaming of Jared Hess and uh, oh and Jack Black. I'm very interested in this. Then you bet. Okay, exciting well, you'll stuff. Have to wait till 2027. Or Can't something like that. Think oh
3: I'm my good. lord, yeah. that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, it's time for some news, everybody. We like to keep you informed yeah. here, and we know that you have lots of choices for your morning news, and you've chosen this one, so we're going to try not to let you down. Enjoy. Good morning, good morning, everybody. In the news this morning, good morning. It's the news, and
0: it's brought to you by... Stepping on two-man in the dark, making Skeletor happy. See this guy here? This is two-man, yeah. right? Yeah. Some people call uh-huh. him two...
3: Two-face uh, two, or two-head. Two-head. Uh, oh, shit. What's it called? 2 Ah, whatever yeah. there's another name for the guy but anyway Two Man which is basically a two-headed alien looking dude that did all its Skeletor's bullshit mm-hmm. he was on he was laying on this carpet over here where I have a, <clears throat> a uh, Han Solo and Carbonite carpet
0: oh yeah right yep the and, rag, uh, Yeah,
3: I forgot it really to,
0: ties the room together
3: it does and I forgot I forgot to tell the A word to turn the light on first and I oh yeah stepped right on this guy and it hurt like hell so thanks a lot too, man. You dick. <laughs> uh, hey, all right.
0: too. I'm sure not <clears throat> not quite as bad as stepping on Lego, but I've been hurt. Yeah, uh, it
3: hurt plenty. Yeah. Kim did a thing where she stepped on a rock outside, and it went right mm-hmm. to her heel. Like a, I don't know what kind of bruise you call that. Doctor Tolbert maybe you can pipe in, but it's like a, a pinpointed bruise in her heel that has oh. it's hurt so bad. She can't walk. It out. just
0: hurts thinking about it, man. Yeah. Oh,
3: sounds awful, right? Deep, deep tissue yeah. bruising, uh, foot bullshit. It sucks. I feel bad. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about this Kentucky man.
0: Sure, Kentucky man.
3: Kentucky man in the news. He found seven hundred gold coins buried in his farm, and turns out it's valued at around two million dollars. Wow! Nice. I would like this in my life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's not a lot to ask. Just have a bunch of...
0: <laughs> Why couldn't they have found that when they were digging up your uh, digging up your lawn, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine? After all the shit we went through, it'd be great. Although yeah, those guys yeah. would keep it to themselves. They'd find it and run off with it, is what they would do.
0: <laughs> Let's get out of here. I don't care. Just leave the sign. We don't yeah. care about the, the, the sidewalk sign. Just go. Just go.
3: Well, it says here, last month, uh, the man found more than 700 rare coins from the Civil War era in a field... That's not uh, has not been identified. The man found uh, U.S. coin dollars, gold dollars rather, mm-hmm. gold mm-hmm. Liberty coins and a two point five dollar coin, two and a half dollar coin. Weird. Huh. Uh, from the, with the Statue of Liberty's face on it, and uh, there are also a bunch of ten and twenty dollar coins. Boy, we did we were big into coins during the Civil War. That was a big deal.
0: Apparently, we were. Yes,
3: all seven hundred yeah. coins are worth about two million. The collection, which is being called quote the Great Kentucky Horde. <laughs> <laughs> i could think of a better name than that that's, yeah
0: the great kentucky horde yeah. i don't love it where no. they're basically saying what should the netflix uh series be uh, called when they talk about this
3: yeah yeah what can what i hate how right you are about this that is absolutely <laughs> what they would do there's no way it's any other name that's the name yeah yeah the great kentucky horde now on netflix uh Comprises coins that date between 1840 and 1863. Experts said it, uh, people used to bury their money during the Civil War. The man wants to remain anonymous. The coins are now for sale at govmint.com.
0: <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I don't like that at all. I
3: don't like the name government. I understand it. It's like government mint, but it sounds like government.
0: Yeah, government. You know, not a fan. <laughs> okay, so let's see
3: what this is. You just auction coins here. Let's see. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah, it's uh, hmm. the Norway Silver Eagle Horde. There's another horde.
0: Wow. Well, maybe that's just, uh, you know. Huh. Yeah, it looks it's like it's, 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 it's just, just automatically a horde. When you find a bunch of gold in your backyard, it's a horde. So they've got,
3: okay, so here you go, Brian. Uh, AD 335 to
0: 361
3: is the era. Okay. Centenologus Constantineus II. It's, sure. a, it's a gladiator coin, okay.
0: but it's only sixty nine ninety five. Oh, really? with a With a with a period in the middle? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Why well, well that so I can she, afford that. I feel like maybe that's some bullshit. <laughs> you know what? I mean? what maybe are these talking are about government
3: Yeah, government. There's some co- There's some coins with holes in it. I like that. Can Canadian. uh, yeah. Canadians represent? Maybe these are fake. Are these?
0: I mean, it's uh, Let's go look it's also this. bronze. It's not gold.
3: Well, that's true, but it
0: just seems like something that and old they, would be they like. Just have a ton of them. That uh, yeah, that does seem like plums in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, we've we've tried. We've given them to all the museums that want them. We have a thousand left. Uh, how about uh, <laughs> yeah. here's a ancient Mesopotamian hen, Mesopotamian Hanging Gardens of Babylon drachma for $19.95. This That's, can
3: be yours. That doesn't sound right.
0: It's a steal.
3: Uh, so we got any coin collectors in the listening audience you guys pipe in on why that seems so cheap? It just seems so cheap. It must be... It usually
0: is because there's so many of something, right? It must be, but still, I would think... I mean, it's, you know... it's It's, it's like not even... It's barely coin-shaped. It's yeah. so damn old. Yeah. Second century BCE...
3: Thasso Silver Tetrahedrum den- Deniasis. I don't know some of these names. Dionysus? Dionysus. Yeah, that's it. Um, silver King of Pentacles coin from 1240. Whoa. Why is that only 24 bucks?
0: I don't get it. Yeah. How? <laughs> People look at our site and say, how can you sell these coins for so cheap? Yeah. We're it crazy th- <laughs> at government.com.
3: It says, uh, Hobbs Dog in the chat says it's not cheap, it's overpriced. I mean, maybe. Ooh. So so I guess these were worth probably pennies then and now they're worth fifty bucks that is a lot but I just thought things like this would be like hey spend 10 grand on this one coin I don't know why I thought that
0: uh, uh, I don't yeah, know things if they're even allowed to sell them right like uh yeah yeah
3: I don't know why I don't know things things these are things I don't
0: know no this that surprised me too
3: oh Chad here's a picture of his coins he found it's linked there um,
0: oh yeah the uh, that little I like his arrangement of those too like
3: pain in the ass. Yeah. This looks like fun, actually. Let's see. Can the video play?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put all these coins in a big circle. Then I'm going to arrange these all by size and make them in a little arc above it. And then we do another big size down <laughs> below it. And then. But please keep me anonymous. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
3: all right. Yeah. Let's get to. We'll go from gold to a whale. Okay. And I don't mean the kid who buys all the V Bucks on uh, Fortnite, and they call him the whale. Uh, and, I don't mean that.
0: And you're not talking about uh, Brendan Fraser, no. Uh, new, most recent movie that still is not available streaming, much to my disappointment. No,
3: he. That definitely not him or his ilk.
0: Yeah, why isn't yeah, that okay. streaming? The uh, uh, director what, uh, Aronofsky. Yeah. Right. Uh, said that he he wants people well he wanted people to go and enjoy it in theater so he said I'm going to keep it out of streaming for that reason for as long as possible but then I don't know why now that obviously you can't go to the theater and see The Whale why it's not why it's still not available for
3: that's really weird to me yeah I would kind of like to see it so I can see this performance everyone raved
0: oh I definitely want to see it yeah we've had that on our uh, like just watch you know let me know when Mm -hmm. it's available for such a long time
3: yeah well all right no news on that news. Uh, no. Anyway, this whale carcass. Yes. <laughs> uh, bringing you the important stuff here. The whale carcass that exploded off the coast of California. Uh, it is, I don't know if you've ever seen video of this process.
0: I remember the old, like that old video of uh, <laughs> the humanity. Oh, no, it's raining. Fleshy whale meat down on everybody. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, that guy freaking out back in the yeah. 70s, I guess, or 60s or something. S- something like that, 60s or 70s, yeah. Well, this one. Uh, let's see. Pull up some images here. Oh, there is video. Hold on. Let's see what we got. Oh, no. Okay, so it's... Floating.
0: Oh, it's God. Look at that. Like, that Capturing the moment of...
3: Of impact. Ugh. Oh, yeah. There it goes. Oh, that's a shame. Well, like it's part yeah. of life. It's the circle of life, everybody.
0: It's the circle of life. But, man, I'm so glad uh, humans don't explode.
3: Yeah. I'll bet that reeked. Oof. Did they... Ugh. He's just a dead floating, you know.
0: Uh, old... The guy just, the guy even says, Oh my God, it's probably going to explode too just before, right just before, just before it pops. Right before it goes. He
3: was, uh, oh. he was, he predicted the future better than Third Eagle ever could. Uh, it says here, uh, whales can be the largest creatures in the world. The blue whale takes the crown, measuring up to 90 feet long and coming in at 180 tons. Is that what this uh-huh. was? Anyway. Uh huh. Uh, Even small whales uh, are massive compared to humans. And uh, anyway, when their body dies, they start to decompose like everything else. Their thick skin and fat layers hold everything on the inside. So all the gases start to build up. You know, this is going to be us when we go. We're going to be like in a chair, an old easy chair. (laughs) No one will visit us for like four weeks. And we're like, where's Scott? Where's grandpa, old man Scott? Oh, I don't know. We haven't checked in on him. Let's go see. And then I'll be there. As soon as you walk in the door, oh, he might explode!
0: Bam! Oof. <laughs> and just like all of his, all the, I don't know if you watched the rest of that video, but like all of the whale's innards went out the the explosion opening. So it's like intestines, like, yep. and they out. just keep coming. Like they just keep coming. Yeah,
3: they have a lot of they have a lot of guts. Oh, look at that! I'll spare the chat. That that's nasty.
0: Yeah. Hope you're not uh, eating breakfast there, chat room. Yeah. Uh, sorry. But sorry, imagine sure. f-
3: your boat's this close to this weird occurrence. Must be something else, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, from from uh, from life we go to death, and from death we go to life. Someone will. A yeah. bunch of fish are going to eat that and, and live and be happy. And
0: it's the circle of life.
3: All right. <laughs> Here's that fun story. Have you ever seen like a a whale up close outside of a, like a zoo or a water park or not water park, whatever they're called. Uh,
0: Yeah. Like uh, like sea world or something like seeing one out. So well, yeah. When we went on our Alaskan cruise, we saw whales, but not up close. Like it was, they were breaching, but it was from a distance.
3: Oh, that's right. We did that too. I forgot. I was trying to think if I'd ever seen a real whale in the wild and I'm like, Nope, can't think of it. Nope. Just last year we did. (laughs) We saw him out in the, on the outside of the cruise ship. Yeah. Swimming.
0: Yeah. Just swimming along saying, Hey, you guys want to show? Watch this. Yeah, uh.
3: yeah. Yep. I think they liked it because we also saw our boat venting what looked like old food or maybe sewage. We didn't know what
0: mm, chum, <laughs> something
3: definitely chum the <laughs> that, water, and they seemed intentionally,
0: to. Yeah, not intentional chum, but yeah,
3: they may have all shown up for that. I don't know, but I remember thinking that's probably pretty good if you got like all the um, the food that wasn't eaten on a on a run of the what do you call it the buffet boy, you're probably a happy whale when that stuff gets shit out the back of the boat. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, if they um, if that is what uh, I think they don't they just prefer like the 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 plankton and the the fish when they just open their mouths and then swim and everything just goes into their mouth maybe they don't want like somebody's leftover grizzly steak bits. I think you're um, right.
3: I think probably. (laughs) Last night's
0: corn on the cob.
3: (laughs) I'll bet they're like ducks. You know how ducks will eat your bread, but they shouldn't because it bloats them and kills them and they can't get yeah, nutrition from it. pigeons and
0: rice, like when you throw rice at a wedding, how they said, don't do that anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. I think, I think humans, once again, we just, we go out there and we put a bunch of food in the water and then the whales like it and it's not good for them. So, you know, what are we doing? How, why are we doing that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody should ask the whales. Someone ask the the whales.
3: Right. Hurry up before the giant chocolate bar from space comes and hovers over the planet. (laughs) That's
0: right. Exactly. (laughs) And then then there's Spock and Kirk in their uh, 80s boombox uh, disco outfit. When are we watching that for film sack?
3: I don't know why we haven't. It seems impossible that we haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with this. We saw five. We've seen four. Or no, we've seen <sighs> three. We've seen all the padding of Star Trek. Everything before and after Star Trek in film, I think we've done. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not yeah. Genesis or um, Generations. We maybe didn't do that. Uh, um, if we didn't do Generations, we should do that too. But yeah. Anyway, Icor says the pigeon rice thing is fake. Is it? Oh, really? I mean, if a pigeon gorges on rice being thrown at a wedding, doesn't seem good yeah, for the pigeon.
0: All right, Snopes. This is uh, this is what you come here to to uh, uh, to TMS to learn about is um, rice. We provide KG learning tools. moments. We yep. do exactly. Let's see.
3: Um. Uh.
0: I like your sort right here. May twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Snopes article. Because I did a search for rice. Yeah. No, Rice Krispies did not announce that Pop is now a trans woman. <laughs>
3: what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> is that a thing?
0: That's apparently that was apparently a thing that somebody uh
3: Oh my gosh, uh, that's great. Uh, these, some of these are really funny just on the face of them. Like this one. No, the CDC has not endorsed the use of powerful drugs by men who want to breastfeed. Or, uh, <laughs> let's see.
0: uh, Where is it? This player's head explodes. <laughs> uh, is, does this, this video show a pigeon saluting Vladimir Putin?
3: Did, did the Simpsons predict Twitter's rebrand to X? Oh, here it is. God,
0: finally found it. Is throwing rice at weddings bad for birds? An old rumor warns that discarded rice eaten by birds can expand in their tiny birdies' stomachs and kill them. This is a 2000 uh, article. Okay. Uh, False. Mm. Uh, uh, Let's see. Um when birds eat the raw rice they can't digest it when it gets in their stomach it expands cause them to have violent deaths blah 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 is what they tried to claim however local ornithologists said they've never heard of or seen birds dying after consuming rice thrown at weddings wow uh
3: okay so so unproven really is what they're saying unproven yes okay. exactly
0: it's um, probably still not good to give them rice just trying to find like a a nice little sound bite sentence that kind of sums it up yeah Uh, Carl Wagner, a former top official with the Connecticut Audubon Society, who now heads the State Council on Environmental Quality, also questioned the need for this bill to prevent people from throwing rice. I've never heard of anything like that ever, and I read an awful lot of bird-oriented literature, he said.
3: (laughs) Quite the comeback, Senator. States Yeah, Senator exactly, or
0: whatever you are. And, and way to make sure that you're never invited to another party ever.
3: Yeah, well, no I, kidding. right?
0: I read a lot of bird-oriented literature. What do you do? <laughs> uh, I I stand over there.
3: <laughs> I don't talk to people like you. Goodbye. That's
0: right. Oh, I think somebody's calling me.
3: <laughs> um, there is a wild one I just clicked on randomly here. Harris. So there's a there was a rumor that Harrison Ford had a cameo in ET and it was cut. And I thought that's not true he's not an e.t it is true he's it absolutely true, really? in it
0: yeah was he another um like was he another uh, dude like keys another um, um it's like he was an agent wanting to wanting to make et dry out and leave him in a <laughs> leave him in a drain <laughs> well it says here
3: eventually agreed to shoot the cameo with Thomas oh he plays an uptight school principal who scolds Elliot oh, after the frog escape scene
0: thing? After the, uh, yeah, after he kisses Erica Eleniac.
3: Yeah, I remember that. Hey, I've got audio. Let's see. Because uh, you don't see his face in it.
0: That alien belongs in a museum. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's see if this comes through. I don't know. You say you don't know why you did these things.
0: I'm, Hold on. I'll never do them again.
2: I see you fine young people from good homes. Every advantage, your whole life laid out in front of you.
0: That's totally him, dude. Weird. Totally is. Wow, that's
3: really cool. Wow. Oh. Weird scene though, because I whenever you when you see a movie that's like a million years old and you love it and you've seen it a hundred times, and then someone shows you a cut scene mm-hmm. and it doesn't it makes your brain fart. That's why I didn't like that mm-hmm. director's quote unquote director's cut of aliens. Because all that stuff uh, with her mom and the... Yes, all, and like the really whole colony
0: me. stuff, yeah.
3: Really threw me, because I'm so not used to... that. I can't watch that extra stuff. It just throws me. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. To me, to me, you have your original thing, and that's the thing, and you're done. Anyway, we learned a little something.
0: Cool. I know, I like that. I like learning.
3: Learning's fun, like uh, learning that cocaine dumped in the sea off of Florida. This might explain why that whale carcass is so uh, messed up. <laughs> Uh, cocaine dumped in the sea off Florida could have crazy consequences if the sharks eat it, according to scientists. Mm. So, Bob, Bobby, listen yeah. in on this
0: one, buddy. <laughs> says the says the writer of the next Sci-Fi Channel movie. Yep, Co- <laughs> cocaine shark. Shark.
3: Cocaine. Sh- I guess there's bear, so maybe not. Why not shark? Cocaine
0: shark. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Let's just do it. Maybe that already exists. It may, um, something's ringing a bell that it may exist already. Someone done a cocaine shark?
0: I think somebody uh, just made up a cocaine shark movie poster. Oh, is I what could it have been. sworn that was a thing. Oh, really?
3: Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe it was a fake thing.
0: Hold on, I just want to look
3: real quick. Show cocaine shark. Uh, well, it's all st- it's all about this story, so this I can't.
0: I don't know. Yeah. DJ says there's a cocaine shark movie on Tubi. Of oh
3: <laughs> Shit, for them this year, this is real. Sorry, everyone. Really? Um, hey. Mark Polonia directed Cocaine Shark 2023. A mafia drug lord has unleashed a new, highly addictive stimulant on the streets called H-225, derived from sharks, held captive in a secret lab, uh, and which causes monstrous side effects. After an explosion and leak at the lab, an army of mutated, bloodthirsty sharks and other creatures are set loose on the world as a small band of people try to stop the carnage. Wow. It's got a whopping Small 2.1 band of people because yeah. low budget <laughs> yeah yeah there's a reason
0: oh my god these yeah. special effects are fantastic hold on a sec i'm gonna give you a uh am gonna give you a link
3: do you have the trailer is it the trailer
0: <laughs> it's the trailer all right but i'm gonna look. just let you watch a certain part of this this is this is uh wait till you see i think uh, we'll call it bat spider uh Oh, did I not share this? Uh, start at fifteen seconds. Fifteen, all right. Whoa, let me turn that down.
3: Okay, fifteen seconds. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm going to the thirteen just to be safe. All right, chat, let's see if YouTube kills us for this or not. Um, actually, I'll pause video. There we go. Okay, watch this. Whoops. Created by its side effects. Oh my gosh. There's been a change of plans. Change of
1: plans. <laughs> Because of the lab
3: explosion? This looks terrible.
0: Animals. Oh, my God. We, we had just, an accident <laughs> at the lab. An explosion. <laughs> like lobster legs and a hammerhead. Yeah. A
3: oh, my God. Swimming out there. Hold on.
0: Ah. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, we got to get that.
3: <laughs> that looks so bad.
0: That's horrendous. Holy oh, Moses. God. All right. So wow. we take it back. Cocaine shark does exist. Wow. Maybe, you know, maybe you could invest in uh, After Effects.
3: I don't know. Uh, no kidding. Or or actors that ha- have photos on IMDb. How about that?
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
3: 2.1 out of 10. That's low. That,
0: that amazes it. me that, that people still gave it two. Somebody still gave it two stars.
3: Somebody <laughs> somewhere. Um, Let's see. This review says, not really about what you think it is, despite still being decent enough to enjoy. I don't like that. Oh, really? I'm not. What is it it.
0: about? Is it about man's toying with elements that he shouldn't be toying with, or is it about a a shark that eats some cocaine, grows some lobster legs, and makes the Eastern Seaboard blow up? There
3: must be some market for this because there's under under this where it says more like this. There's cocaine cougar, (laughs) which is not a 40 something year old lady. (laughs) <laughs> doll shark. I mean,
0: it is, but that's just not what the movie. Yeah, about.
3: exactly. We got doll shark and Sharkula. It was like a vampire shark.
0: Sharkula. Uh,
3: Jurassic Part or Jurassic Shark Three. Uh, uh, shark Side of the Moon. Oh my gosh, dude. Uh, uh, what else? Is there anything else here? Oh, and then they and then for some reason, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock is on this list.
0: <laughs> nice.
3: Wow. Good. Okay. People who like this also liked. Yeah. Perfect. Well, their worry is that sharks will eat this stuff, this cocaine. Oh, yeah. Back to the news story. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And smugglers left tons of the cocaine, spelled T O N N E S. So this must be a sky.com article. Tons. Sure. Um, 64,000 kilograms or 14,100 100 something pounds of cocaine in the Caribbean. Uh, marine biologist Tom, the blowfish herd. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I like that Nick. I liked
0: his work with Hoodie.
3: Yeah, he's great, right? And University of Florida environmental scientist Tracy Finera studied sharks off the Florida Keys to see if the drugs were having an impact. During one dive to observe behavior, a great hammerhead, you know, the big hammerhead style?
0: Yeah, I like those. I yeah. <laughs> like that CG one we just saw in like, that exactly thing. Yeah, exactly. The one with the lobster legs. Yeah.
3: Horrible. Um, a species which <laughs> normally avoids humans came straight to the team and appeared to be swimming wonkily.
0: Oh, wonkily. Wunkily,
3: uh huh. That's when you uh, you eat a certain candy and you can fly now or something. I don't know.
0: It's when you uh, look like you're about to fall, but you do a somersault and then you stand perfectly straight in your purple suit, cane, and top hat. (laughs) Uh,
3: Trying not to picture a shark doing that, but I can't help it. I am. I am. (laughs) I am picturing it. All right, uh, that's your news for this week, or today. There's more this week, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well, your news for today is completely uh, concluded. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, uh, we're going to have Dan Dan, the tabletop man here. Yes, that's right. Part of our uh, shakeup of who's on, when, and what. Uh, today we have Dan, and it's his Yay. monthly appearance. So that'll uh, happen here shortly, but we got to play some music to uh, sort of break things up. And I know Brian is really into that stuff, so he probably brought something.
0: I did, I did. Uh, Yeah, Ottawa-based punk outfit, The Flydowns. They've got a brand new single that's called Fabric of Humanity, uh, which spotlights spotlights the dark side of the world as we know it, while trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel. Love that. Um, These guys have been making music since uh, 2016, directly under the flight path of uh, incoming planes. Five years later, they're add a fourth member, completing the current lineup, and this is kind of like... uh, described as a mix of melodic pop and skate punk. Here the band is uh, The Fly Downs. Here's the brand new single, Fate, I'm sorry, Fabric of Humanity. (laughs)
1: And we have you covered each weekday afternoon on OutKick's Kicks Hot Mike with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests from Armando
0: Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines in reaction to the college football and NFL weekends.
1: The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas. And the Bills and Dolphins are also competent.
3: Withrow, what about college football?
0: Can you say three, Pete? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance while a cast of usual
1: characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out Outkick.com.
0: NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow.
2: Hello there. I'm Granny Goodwitch, the only human in the forest. Yes!
1: Did
3: you uh, recognize that yes, by the way? I'm going to play it for you again. See if you recognize it. Yes! Do you know who that
0: is? No.
3: Who is that? that is, uh, uh, that's from episode three. Of uh, oh your honor <laughs> your honor yeah
0: is that uh, Cranston
3: that's Cranston telling his son his son is basically making I don't want to spoil anything his son's making a a, a point about where what they should do during the mm-hmm. aftermath of what happens and mm-hmm. he yells this as loud as he could yes yeah! right to his son's face
0: nice it was
3: nice. it was a little shocking to be honest. That show's uh, really freaking good. Brian was right it's to recommend it. so good. It. And I'm yeah. not even to the part... Apparently, it's season two where things really kick, the, kick you in yeah. the nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm only uh, three or four episodes in. It's really good.
0: Oh, my God. It's fantastic.
3: Uh, let's do... Let's do this. Let's get Dan in. Uh, he's patiently waiting by his drug phone. I don't know what... It, shouldn't say that. I don't know what Dan's phone looks like. Let's see. He is a geek jock. There we go. I knew how to do this. We're going to bring him in. We're going to have our way with him. It's going to be great. Here's his little intro.
1: Here's a tangent for him. Be careful. May cause drowsiness.
3: Dan Dan, the tabletop man, joining us all the way from North Carolina. Dan, what's going on, man? Oh, getting a weird Uh feedback loop. Uh Some kind of... We've got Dan Dan, the static man. Static man. It's been a while. You know, things change and happen. Your PC may have had three or four updates and... Who knows where that puts you in your audio, but uh, right now I feel like we're trying to contact the moon. Oh, 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 oh! I heard something, Danny. Yeah, there? Dan sounds better. Sort of. He's. he's, well, we're getting just the rings. Like
0: Staticky is basically. Yeah,
3: we're, the static went away, but we don't hear you. We got rings of ringage.
0: I see. Or speakage. Green movement, like I see his. Yeah, like talking. Yep.
3: We get the rings of speakage, just not the rings of no... uh, soundage.
0: No noise. Yeah,
3: it's an audio-free experience with Dan. We're going to intuit what he had to say. He's going to
0: let me see if Discord is what he says uh, where he types to us.
3: Oh, yeah, there you go. Yes, definitely see if Discord. Yeah, please see if Discord. (laughs) 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 I like the term. Please see if Discord.
1: Uh,
0: Clearly he can hear us.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he can hear us. Okay. Uh, You're cool. No worries. Hop in those settings. You do you. Uh, I have a big medical question for Dan when he comes on because we like to. Of course,
0: know, you do. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we like to do that here and there. But there's like a there's a whole there's a whole sub business in and around uh, pharma, pharmacology that I have big questions about, mm-hmm. and uh, only he can answer it after his rings of speakage work, which are still rings, but no speakage. We hear nothing. Uh, check your microphone. Check your settings. Check your there's check well. your
0: wife check kids check your wife
3: yep because they're they're all coming out here to get us <laughs> They're
0: intruding on everybody out there <laughs> that's
3: right how's that guy doing he had a moment
0: he did he had a second moment when the uh unbreakable kimmy shit uh kimmy shit <laughs> kimmy schmidt came out <laughs> there's a title there that's going to the title list isn't it the unbreakable <laughs> kimmy shit yeah.
3: that's really good i don't know why that never occurred to me just to say that in passing before
0: (laughs) really yeah
3: it's really good um yeah yeah, that's right i forgot he had a little bit of that going on but i mean like does he does he retain any of the social media virality that he experienced or do you think he's just like
0: no i think i think uh we're a little bit there there's so many new memes and things coming out daily we we used to really focus on those old ones you'd hear those old ones uh um, a lot yeah, right like yeah. you'd um, uh, you know Charlie bit my finger and all that stuff but right. now it's like yeah you're, you had your, your flash in the pen moment that's it
3: yeah like uh, even even our uh, chocolate rain guy he still tries but I don't think he's
0: got the following on Day yeah that was very weird uh, Dan about, says he'll uh,
3: restart. Okay,
0: he's restarting. I see. Cool. Yeah. What about uh, Tay Allen? Are, are the are the uh, she had a, uh, Justin uh, and Brian still still doing stuff with Tay Allen? I don't think they're
3: doing stuff with her, but they definitely called out her ten year or they retweeted her ten year anniversary of that song. Nice. The text check your text song or whatever. Or I'm not in your rush, contacts.
0: Fresh, fresh, sweet. Yeah. Or whatever that was. <laughs>
3: I mean, uh, let's admit I, it. There, there was never a good thing that was a bad song <laughs> but we had fun with it I um, hope. To,
0: yeah, you don't still have that clip anywhere do you no I no, I don't well maybe by the way Dan we're back to the staticky sound yeah we hear you staticking
3: out let's see br- um, brush brush sweep do I have this I might we're going to nope how about this one
2: I can clean my room if I try sweep sweep brush sweep sweep brush I don't think so
0: that's it there it is mm-hmm. right there folks
3: yep I'm not in your contacts or whatever. I
0: don't think so. <laughs> uh,
3: Dan's still getting static and rings of uh, no talking.
0: Yeah, no, no, no other sound but static. Do you have a? They have another device we could try. Do you have a telephone,
1: uh, a tablet, anything, boys? Oh, hey. there we go. There he is. There you oh. Hi, hello. Am I there? Yeah, yeah. We there can hear you. There you, there you can what was I'm it? Sorry. Yeah, Discord changed my input on everything, so I was just trying to figure out which one was uh, would actually work. Oh well, oh, no. no worries. We'll take whatever you got. We had a little.
3: We had a moment to talk about old, washed up internet memes, and it worked out fine. <laughs> Uh, uh, good
1: old washed-up band too. So sorry. About no, that. You're all you're all good. I, I do have a, uh, I do have a bird fact for you.
3: Oh my gosh, ornithologists, Ornithologist, get ready! Yeah, let's do it. Let's I'm, hear I'm it.
1: Hoping, I'm hoping this is not untrue, but I've heard a lot about it, and it seems to have worked here. So we have one of those bird feeders on the window, so that our golden retriever can watch the birds because mm-hmm. she just loves watching birds. uh But we have pain in the ass squirrels down here. We've got a, a just a ton of squirrels in our neighborhood this year. Yeah. Um, and the squirrel loves to jump up into the stupid feeder and grab some of the bird seed. Now, apparently, birds do not taste capsaicin, which is in basically like pepper flakes. Mm, yeah, which yeah, it makes it hot. I see. So birds right. can't taste spicy, but squirrels can. So we put some pepper flakes, mix that in with the bird seed, uh, and the squirrel has actually kind of left it alone for the most part.
0: <laughs> wow, and that doesn't that doesn't hurt the hurt the birds at all, really? Nope, because apparently wow.
1: birds cannot taste uh, capsaicin, which really? is basically.
0: Tasting it versus like still having the effects of the the heat.
1: Yeah. No, no, like I, not, like they might right? be able to taste it, but they are, um, but apparently it they are unable to effect. register to the effects of capsaicin. Okay. Wow. Biologically. Interesting. Wow.
3: That's very interesting. You know what? That's like, um, it's not unlike, I uh, don't well, no, I can't think of a comparison. <laughs> I can't think of another animal that does this kind of stuff. Um, right. my, my dogs lose their effing mind over capsaicin of any kind. So, you know, oh, birds, yeah. I guess birds have it going on. Uh, that's wild. So, uh, so no more squirrels. F the squirrels, and uh, bring bring your birds. I always say. Um, here's your here's the name here's the name of that bird. Where'd you dig up this shit bird anyway? Yeah, it's a shit bird. <laughs> a shit
0: bird. It probably it's is. Bird. It's probably the runny shitbird. bird. That's is right. The, after all that, uh, <laughs> red pepper flakes,
3: endless capsaicin. Well, I mean, birds they don't even care. They'll just poo whenever. They don't care.
1: Yeah, and West Capseason was the uh, my high school uh, marching band.
3: Yeah, all the uh oh, yeah, the old uh, Capsaicin marching band marching band. Hey, Dan, if you were in a marching band, what position would you be? I'm just trying to picture where Dan would be. Would you Ooh,
1: be like uh, so tuba? I was probably, you know, though the one thing I tried when I was in like 4th grade that I didn't last very long, but it's the only thing, only instrument I ever tried was uh, was clarinet.
3: Oh, look at you. Clarinet? I like it. Yeah. Nice and classic, you know? No, ain't nobody. And I was very bad at it. <laughs> nobody minds a clarinet; it's fine. It's a good.
1: One. I'm not a very not very musically inclined, but uh,
3: I feel like trombone people need extra room all the time. You know, they're always just yeah. Rrr. You don't want to get
1: you don't want get nailed in the back of the head with a trombone every five. No, seconds. you don't. Uh, all right, now Dan. Before we get to some
3: game <laughs> recommendations, I have a question, uh, pharmaceutically related. All right, sure. Uh, for those who don't know, Dan is a pharmacist, a professional in his field, and knows a lot of stuff about this stuff. And it's usually a combination of him and Dr. Tolbert where we learn all the important things about our medical day. Uh, So here's what I'm going to ask you. Compounding pharmacies or clinics. Yep. Uh, New idea to me, obviously not new to you, and I think your wife works at one. Yep, um, she's
1: a she's a compliance pharmacist, and she works at a pharmacist, uh, you know, as a regular pharmacist at a, a compounding pharmacy.
3: So, a compound. First of all, what do they do? Do they take they take stuff and make special pills out of them? Like, what does it mean when you even say the term compounding pharmacy? What so, when you have a special.
1: About? So, compounding is best basically just the art of making things you know or making more creams or or putting things into uh, you can actually make injectables which most most regular compounding ph- specialty pharmacies aren't making that sort of compound pharmacies aren't making that unless they have the special lab like Janice has their pharmacy actually has an 800 lab and a uh you know and a, a sterile lab but they still don't do sterile. Uh, injectables, which is that's even more regulations you have to follow. And it's, you know, you need a clean room, stuff like that. Because her 800 pharmacy is basically kind of like a clean room anyway. But with compounding, all you're basically doing is basically mixing or making things almost from scratch. Um, they're great because regular pharmacies, like you find like your, uh, you know, Rite Aid or Walgreens, they will do some compounding. But usually it's just kind of, uh, things like you, they can even make, uh, suspensions taste better, which is technically kind of compounding, but it's really just adding, uh, some drops of this and some drops to that. So if you have any kids that don't like their, uh, medicines that, you know, the way they taste, whether it be the, um... Uh, you know, just things for allergies and stuff like that, because mm. things like satyrazine which is Zyrtec, it tastes really bad. It's usually I think it's really mm. crazy minty or things like that, so they can uh, change the taste of that. And usually like $2 charge or whatever, but it's worth it to make the taste better, and that's from regular pharmacies, and that's quote-unquote kind of compounding. But normally, a regular pharmacy will do things like mixing creams, where you get like Triamcinolone with eucerin. uh Triamcinolone with Hydrocortisone, or they can make Magic Butt Cream. Uh, for kids or a magic mouthwash, which is what you would use, uh, you know, just when you have mouth sores, it's basically like a swish and swallow or swish and spit. So, wait, is really
3: it good? Magic butt cream for like rashes and that kind of stuff for babies, and that's yeah. Them? So, okay.
1: that's usually used for either for really, really, really old, you know, if they're in a home or anything like that, and they get kind of sores, bed sores, stuff. Well, bed sores are a little different, but kind yeah. of sores from just from being soiled or children. Uh, when, you know, just when you have really bad diaper rash, magic Butt cream is usually, it's kind of a zinc oxide mixed with some other, you know, with userine or things like that. It's basically just helps to, uh, get your uh, moisture to help your body heal a little bit better. And they're just a little bit better than some of the creams that are out there by themselves. Okay. So,
3: they, but they, um, is it re- referred to as magic butt cream by the people? Yeah, the-
1: well, <laughs> things like this. So, there's magic mouthwash, Duke's magic mouthwash. There's regular butt cream or magic butt cream. And there's probably like, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Johnson's butt cream, like every area of the country has their own recipes for these things or it's called something different, in a different area, like around here, since we're by Duke University, they're supposedly one of the first people to make up the mouthwash that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and they call, so they call it like Duke's Magic Mouthwash, but there's probably about 20 different uh, recipes for this mouthwash. It's very, you know, basically normally like with hydrocortisone, uh, diphenhydramine. you um, And nystatin is what it kind of generally goes in there. But sometimes they put lidocaine in there. Sometimes they put tetracycline in there. They usually put a little bit of different things in there uh, to make it different. So back to special, like a compounding place we will do things that are a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more crazy, a little heavier. They'll do things like uh, they'll make up their own capsules, creams, trochies, which are kind of dissolvable in your mouth. Uh, Or they'll make up the suspensions or sprays or ointments. Uh, A lot of them do not take insurance uh, Mm. because, you know, it's a little more expensive. But you can certainly file your own insurance after the fact. Yeah. uh, And many insurances will give you a lot of the money back. Um, And, of course, uh, there's different laws, uh, you know, things that can usually have to be on things that are on back order or not available in that strength were not available in that uh, dosage form. You know, I said sometimes there's no tablets yeah. uh, available of it, and you can't swallow capsules, and you can do it to tablets, things like that. And, um, you know, or the, uh, the strengths were maybe an off-label use. Um, you know, so they have different things like creams for hemorrhoids, hemorrhoid creams, which we usually uh, a lot of times use, like, a um, calcium channel blocker, which is a... Uh, It just helps with different blood flow. So you would use this cream on a hemorrhoid, and it helps to shrink the hemorrhoid. So you have like diltiazem cream, uh, which diltiazem usually uses for your heart. Um, so you're, you're, you're saying, you're that, saying
3: like, I shouldn't take like an X-Acto blade to a hemorrhoid and just cut it off. That's not the
1: treatment. <laughs> no, oh. probably not. That might hurt. Especially, uh, but if you do that, then you use a Only if you have some magic pencil. butt cream <laughs> handy. Yeah, you'd yeah, have or, a lot on top of it. If you have a styptic pencil, that might burn quite a bit too. Do you guys know what a styptic pencil is? I've never heard I've of it. Heard it heard it of sounds it. horrible. What does this do? Tell me about you know, it. So a styptic pencil is, uh, I'm pretty sure it's just basically a sulfur rock, basically. And you would use this for things like when you're shaving. So if you get like one of those really bad uh, cuts when you shave, yeah. you know you hit the spot, it just it won't stop bleeding. You kind of just put a little water on a styptic pencil, and you just basically just seals it. It burns like hell, but it but it stops the bleeding instantly.
3: Okay, it's like it coagulant me. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. It just yeah. Okay. Just Interesting. It. Well, all right. So the the reason I even asked this is so recently I had a, a kind of not a run in, but I had a, a situation arise where they wanted me to do a prescription with a compounding clinic that. Where they were making some stuff that it turns out's a little bit legally dubious.
1: Well, um, that's changed. So it's funny because we've been this. This has been an ongoing kind of very fluid situation in the last couple of months. Yeah, uh, we were talking about. Um, do you want to mention a meta or we'll just talk? We'll just. Well, we'll I can just, just say
3: yeah. it's whatever the con- whatever the thing that makes Ozempic work. They wanted to do right. in so, a compound form because it was way cheaper and also more available, or something was the
1: deal. Well, things like Ozempic, a lot of the GLP ones, uh, which are for uh, type 2 diabetes and yeah. also for weight loss now in Wigovi, uh since everybody's been using it, a lot of insurances and even uh, some Medicaid insurances have been letting uh Wigovi get paid for for weight loss you know provided you you, you know you, you have to follow certain rules you know dr send in uh the different criteria that you have to follow right. for the weight loss indication but anyway it's been used so much lately that it's on kind of a big time back order now until recently there was no main ingredient that was available like so in order to compound and this is another thing kind of with compounding uh i think let's just say I'm using example like things like Prilosec. You guys know what Prilosec is for your uh, stomach.
3: Yeah, it's like a. I have heartburn or my <laughs> stomach hurts or I get right. ulcers or whatever. Right. It's like it's that. a
1: proton pump inhibitor and it's available in a capsule and it has these little beads in it and it wasn't commercially available in a liquid. So some pharmacies will compound it and what they do is they take like the beads out of the out of the capsules and they'll break it down with sodium bicarbonate and put it into suspension. But it doesn't really last as long when you get a regular pharmacy that does this, as comparable to, to a compounding pharmacist who will get the actual ingredient powder, and that's USP, yeah. U, U, United States Pharmacopeia, which is the base powder and a base ingredient. Yeah. Now, yeah. and that when it's made in a compounding pharmacy, it lasts a lot longer, and it's and you know it's good, uh, you know a little bit better kind of concentration and, and, and effectiveness. So what happens with uh, they weren't, since there was uh, Wigovi and Ozepic, it wasn't completely legal to compound this because the main ingredient wasn't available anywhere, but recently... Uh, com- uh, I think it's PCA, Professional Compounders of America. That center—that's the main center where a lot of people get their their main ingredient. Yeah. They've just recently had it available now in a powder form or in the uh, base form. Um, and of course, I'm pretty sure this is the the main ingredient. It's derived from the—I believe it's the Gila monster saliva, which is just <laughs> oh, yeah. how we come up with this crap is just amazing. Yeah, but right. that's keeps per- keeps yeah blood from
0: coagulating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what so we've got. Okay, so what's the so uh,
3: let's say that the so wh- are you saying it's now less sketchy? Is that what you're telling yes,
1: me? Yes, a lot less sketchy.
3: So if I go, so what I so here's what I did based on advice from you and a few other people. I told my doctor. I said, yeah, this is all a little up in the air and weird, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on this stuff for now. I should I go back to her and go, all right, let's roll, get that rolling again, baby. We're gonna put this in. We're doing it. Or do you think that's a bad idea?
1: So I mean, it, it might it might be worth it also because. Um, you're going to get some of the, you can get it mixed with, uh, I believe it's the, uh, it's either B or D, I think it's with B12 or B complex, where they're mixing it so it's making some of the headaches a little bit less with some of these injections. Yeah. And it is uh, on a huge manufacturer back order now. So it's very hard to find, yeah. uh, especially in different parts of the country. Now, all the boards of pharmacies, I have licensed in four different states, and every board of pharmacy basically, oh, like a few months ago, sent out the same basic uh, word for word, same email to everybody saying, hey, compounding this stuff is not legal because it's available commercially and you're not really changing anything and there's no real reason to do it. That's kind of changed. They didn't send out blanket emails to people, but I did find it on some of their websites now that since there is a manufacturer back order of it, it is okay to be compounded. And also there kind of been a fight with a lot of the compounding places with this because being that it normally doesn't come with the other ingredient of, uh, like I said, I think is B12, uh, where it, it does help with some of the side effects of it. So that's kind of the big fight between them and the boards the boards and the state uh, medical boards and, and, and the federal boards trying to figure out what is legal with that. But right now, like I said, since it is on back order, uh, it, it should be just fine. Now, the reason why it was a little kind of sketching up in the air, because there was reports that some pharmacies were based, some compounding places were basically just taking the uh the liquid straight out of the pens, and then mixing them in their you know, in a lab and mixing it with the other ingredients, and then just charging a huge upcharge. That's oh, a little sketchy, that sketchy. when it comes to yeah. kind of what what's the legality of that. And it and you know if it's not done, and I mean most of these places are gonna, I'm I'm saying most, say probably pretty much all of them are gonna be done in their sterile lab. So you're not gonna have to worry about anything injectable like that. It may just be hard to find ones that do. Injectables, because, like I said, my wife—they have a, a full compound in pharmacy, but they don't do injectables or other, mm. uh, you know, or or intravenous uh, medications. Uh, they do a lot of other, you know, great creams and, and, and sprays and stuff like that, and expositories and, uh, and such. I got a really good one for you. Mm. Um, there were uh, there's a cream called—I and I think I might have mentioned this in the past. It's, a, it's called Scream Cream. Scream Cream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> So sounds, that sounds, sounds delightful, it
3: does, doesn't it? Well, it sounds it, delightful, it brings, is the right word.
1: Uh, so it's a little, it doesn't, you don't need a whole lot, and it doesn't come in a very big canister. But you put the cream, uh, the, the ladies put the cream on a clitoris to help oh. with uh blood flow uh-huh. to the clitoris, and it helps them climax a bit. So that's why it's called <laughs> cream cream.
0: There you go. Did they All actually
3: right. sell They would come to the counter and go, This will help you climax a bit. <laughs>
0: yeah, enjoy. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah! Wow! i was asking never... If
0: we could repeat all that information, yeah. <laughs> Claire, Claire
1: would like to know if the do Irish you have, any, have access. Do I have
0: any links to where you can buy it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so, so, ask your doctor for it by name that it can be compounded, and people have no problem paying paying cash for things like scream cream and uh, and it, actually, and there's also a lot of great things. You know, they do have um, not to not to not to perform blue again, but they do have a nipple cream which is fantastic for uh, breastfeeding mothers who get very dry right. or or um, and and I. Have have to say brian this is something i don't know if you get it when you're riding but i know runners get uh bleeding nipples out, So,
3: mm-hmm. yes yeah. yeah, so i don't get bleeding nipples
1: those, he gets totally bleeding
3: that's why he uses the chode butter that's
0: he why can- I use the exactly like there's a the, um, saddle cream i guess they call it is that well saddle cream is what the nice way of calling it but basically yeah
1: chode butter you, <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah and that's yeah, probably similar to a uh, magic butt cream as well because yeah. like, it's going yeah. to keep in your uh your moisture and, and rather than get it all chafed and such.
0: Yeah, we it don't want to basically that. It's uh, just basically lubrication so that your legs can go back and forth and not uh, not rub that area raw.
3: That's right. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Brian uses lube to ride his bike. You heard it here first. I mean, <laughs> got it.
0: Yeah. Chain lube. But lube, it's all. It's, it's all. all
3: it's all lube. Uh, it's all well, Dan, there you have it. It'll <laughs> put some fun, a fun diversion into medical territory. But let's swing it back and give people a recommendation of a board game to play this week. We're, so we're, the last, time, yeah.
1: Now, yeah. Now, uh Scott, I'm going to let you decide this one. So, Gen Con is either next week or the week after that. I can run down quickly my top 11 to buy from Gen Con. Or well, the last time you had wanted me to talk about solo games, which I could push that off to next month since Gen Con. I did have some people in it. Um, on Twitter from the Tadpool we're asking me about games uh, to check out. Well let's at- do the
3: let's do Gen Con since it's looming. It's like here almost. Yep. So yeah, let's do are okay, you so going so this year? Go. Are you are you are you going this year or are you hanging around at home?
1: No, no, I've got to go to uh so this weekend we're going up to Boston for the Chowder Cup for uh with DJ for a big that's a pretty big time uh tournament up there in Boston. Yeah. And then next weekend we're actually going to the lake. We haven't had an actual vacation as a family since pretty much since DJ started started hockey.
3: Yeah. So like pre-pandemic really. You guys just don't get yeah. out. <laughs> no, I feel you. You're busy with that stuff. And good luck to him. It sounds like fun. Chowder, the Chowder Cup. Oh man.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a big time uh, thing. There's gonna be a lot of, lot of good, about a hundred teams up there. So good competition. Uh, there'll be tons of scouts and such. And so, I mean, we're only about a little over a month away from him going to prep school, and then Lauren's going back to UNC Wilmington. So we'll be, uh, we'll be empty nesters before Dude, you know. It's gonna be a weird, weird thing.
3: Yeah, just you, your wife, and a room with sixty thousand board games in it. That's right. <laughs>
1: that's a family and, and it,
3: right there. A, yeah.
1: And a golden retriever that's going to be like, well, where did everybody go? <laughs>
3: yeah. You're going to get a little bit of a tension-starved dog there. But uh, but anyway, yeah, let's do that. Let's break down what's what are the big expectations. Uh, okay, your top so I'm going to run motor. down...
1: I'm going to run down 11 games really quick. Yeah. So I'll try to get this within two minutes. I'll try to get the 11 games in two minutes. And then if anything sparks your interest, you can ask me more about them. How's that, how's that sound?
3: That sounds great. Go.
1: Great. All right. So number 11, we got Rome in a Day. That's from Alley Cat Games. It's a pretty cool I Split, You Choose, very light game where you're just kind of making your little, kind of, they call it Rome in a Day, so you're making a city. So you're doing I Split, You Choose with other people. That's going to be $30 from Alley Cat Games. Number 10 is Namalia. This is from Lucky Duck Games. Another very good family-friendly game. It's only $20 you have. You're kind of drafting cards that you're sending, kind of drafting like Seven Wonder style but they're kind of four by four grid on the card. And you're making basically a five by five grid with different animals. So it's Nimalia, but animals. And then there's different scoring cards for during the game. Very fun, a good, solid game. Number nine, Wild Tiled West. This is from Dire Wolf, uh, (laughs) Polyominoes. And you're putting tiles into the Wild West and you're drafting these tiles, which are polyominoes or Tetris pieces. Then you're making up your city. And each one of these tiles has different uh, uh, icons on them for the scoring uh, and, and capturing bad guys and getting bullets and stuff like that. Uh, There's number eight. It's called Mech A Dream. This is from Blue Orange for $40. This is basically based on, I mean, it's loosely based off of, uh, what is it, Philip K. Dick, uh who... Uh, robots dream of uh, animal oh, electric sheep. sheep. <laughs> yeah. animal electric sheep androids. Do androids feel this? You really spagnolo that one. Do androids uh,
0: dream of electric sheep?
1: <laughs> so it's called Mecha Dream, a very kind of, again, light to medium weight game where you're kind of <laughs> drafting different pieces or buying different pieces and are kind of going down a conveyor belt until then they eventually go into uh, your, your tableau and it's all about Uh, You know, androids dreaming and such like that. Uh, Number seven is a large one. Brian, this is up for you from Atomic (laughs) Mass Games. Star Wars Shatterpoint, 165 bucks. This is kind of like your Marvel, uh, who's he? What's it? The big time Marvel. uh, The uh,
0: uh, United, Marvel United or the Crisis Protocol. Crisis
1: Protocol. This is kind of like Star Wars Crisis Protocol. Okay. Yeah, uh, where there's minis that you can paint, uh, and you got to put them together, and there's just all the terrain, and everything. It's really cool, um, and it's not just like Warhammer where you're just killing each other. There's, and I know there's different types of uh, Warhammer things where you're you're right. doing kind of different uh, scenarios and getting different victory points. Sure. But Star Wars Shadow Point, there's a bunch of armies coming out for it as well. But the base game is 165s. 165 number six sagrada artisans that's from floodgate studios uh that's 75 dollars basically we love sagrada it's one oh, of the Sagrada's really great yes uh, so good this is basically kind of like sagrada legacy is what it basically yeah. is so it's basically like Campaign and a legacy and there's different books and i believe there's four books in the sagrada artisans book so if uh if you and tina want to play this together then you'll have a whole separate you can do it basically twice because there's four sure. books in there so very very cool Number five from the creator of uh, Medium is called, and also from Green Team Wins creator, Everything Ever. This is from also from Floodgate Studios. This is from Nathan Thornton. Twenty-five dollars. Basically, it's a, just a party game where you're putting cards down, uh, and it'll be you're putting different cards down in front of you that'll have things on it. Be like movie and bugs and things like that and then you're going to have to say something when it comes to your turn the card's in front of you, you have to say something that goes with every card in front of you without repeating but if you can manage to say something like uh, The Fly, oh well I just got a movie and bugs so now I've satisfied both of those What cards. was the, so what was the like, title again of that one? everything ever
3: everything ever okay I'm just writing
1: very down. cool uh, a very very cool um, a party game okay. uh, number four Distilled this is from Paverson Games this is about $90 this was on Kickstarter last year but it's released now this is a really cool kind of Euro game um, think kind of Agricola like a medium to heavyweight Euro but it's all about owning a distillery for like whiskey and such and then you're kind of putting the different ingredients in there very cool kind of uh, work placement auctiony very Euro centric very very cool uh, I thought this one was neat. Uh, number three is a game called the Isoferian Guard. So we're getting into the heavier ones. That these are all the crazy Dan games uh, and probably crazy Brian games. Uh, Johnson, you play them, but you take you about an hour. I mean, the rules would take like an hour. Yeah, anybody, yeah, eat, rules, eat rules body. for rules. You know, it's
3: funny today. This week is the week I had to do final proof and final sign off on the mass production of the rules for oh, my wow. dungeon murder game. And so you bringing up rules and how I hate them. Perfect time to bring that up.
1: Well and I saw your sheet. That was perfect. That's that's exactly what you want rules on mm-hmm. that side of a size game to be. Yeah. Is- you know, you know where all the rules are. If you need to thumb through them, you're not thumbing through 30 pages of things. You just look and go. And and it's a yeah. uh, and that game is great because it's got easy to learn, plenty of replayability. Your game that is, and um and it's just amazing uh, what you've done with that. So well, thanks, uh, man. I'm, I'm very proud. Of I'm you excited guys. But, to
3: get that to you when I get decks to you to you help me with the whole soloification of it because I want to be able to absolutely. Keep, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: and I've uh, I, I just love I just finished playing a, a couple of solo games things that I've had today and yesterday off. I played a game called Mosaic, which is a Civ game. Played it solo, just a really fun game. Anyway, number three, Isofarion Guard. This is very much a um, very much a frost, very much a haven game. Like a gloom haven, a frost yeah. haven. It's got basically like three different campaigns in it and each campaign, whether you play it solo or two player, there's basically two characters that you're using to go through the story. And when you go to the second campaign, you use two new characters to play them. So it keeps you kind of fresh without having to you know worry about unlocking other other uh, characters and such like that. Very, very cool. Mm. Number two, you guys would probably both love. It's called The Witcher Old World. It is still large and sandboxy, uh, with, but you're basically going around a map, doing different quests, and trying to get uh, victory points to, uh, to you know to finish the game. And really, almost the same thing, but in a D&D universe, is my number one. It's called Dungeons & Dragons Trial of Tempest. It's a sandboxy game. You're creating your character, kind of beginning with these cards and, and such, where you have like a mage, and then you're picking a spec, and then you're getting some uh, different skills. You'll be leveling up leveling up through the game you're doing different things like area control on you know you're you know maybe taking out the kobold camps over here defeating them or maybe over here you're you're controlling a temple and then you might have to take out the golem to get more victory points it's a kind of a race for victory points kind of game uh, but there's your 11 really big games to check out for drink there's a lot of different prices and such you can listen to the geek all-stars we if if you have a good commute to the con that you're driving and you got three hours we did a top eleven, a try and buy, so try games where you can only demo them and then buy. So I had myself, uh, my co-host uh, Chris Dice, Dice, Hate Me, Kirkman, and BJ Rojas from Board Game Gumbo. We talked about um, Chris. You, uh, you, I mean uh, Scott, you probably love Board Game Gumbo. You know, down down in the Bayou.
0: Oh yeah, you yeah, know I, I got some, got some history. We're both down of there. those things individually. So yeah. how could they be bad together? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what a, what a combo you got there. Oh, that's fantastic. uh, We
1: talk about a whole ton of games on the last show, if you like. And I've also got a top five, which is uh, coming out, which is on Major Spoilers. That's the top five to try and buy, which I kind of change up the, the, you know, the games to try, just to have more games out there to the masses. That's on uh, Steven Schleicher's Major Spoilers Network on their top five feed. That should be out sometime this week.
3: Very nice. Lots of stuff going on. Follow Dan out there, and we'll see you next month for more, probably another dumb medical question from scott plus more board yeah, games yeah we'll do the solo, do
1: the solo, yeah, we'll do the solo
3: thing talk. i'm excited about that so I like uh, that. yeah, yeah.
1: i turning that too, your too turning your voice.
3: multiplayer games into solo games everybody and some of the best solo games out there dan have a fantastic month we'll see you next time it's- <laughs> may your microphone settings never change
0: all right right yeah please don't change them yes Man, are we sure he's not Cocaine Shark? Because he can go. I, you did tell him that he had more time <laughs> this time than he usually does, right? Know, the whole you idea was
3: it, uh, give you yeah. a wider berth, you know? You can yeah, have a little exactly. more time. Anyway, uh, we I, we wrote down all these names. Hopefully, we've got them all right. Um, uh, we'll double-check them. But I think I'm going to put these in the show notes. So if you guys want to find oh, these top idea. 11 games, yeah. we'll, we'll make it so you can track them down. Uh,
0: if like I really that. wanted to devote the time, I could go into quicktms.li and pr- create links for all of these, but that's a lot of work. That's so, a lot uh,
3: of work, man. Yeah. A lot. If it wasn't 11 things, you know, if it was two things, that'd be
0: different. If it was two things, I would do it. This is 10 things. This 10 or 11 things. This yeah. is
3: 11 things, which is a strange thing to not do 10, but to do 11, right?
0: I, you know, I guess I could do... I could put the list there for sure.
3: You could put the list. You don't have to link them all, I guess. Yeah. It's all those It's all those hyperlinks, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Claire's offering to do it. You're going to give me links. All if right. I Claire. give you the list, Claire. You'll, you'll, uh,
3: you give her the idol. Right. She'll throw you the whip. All right. There's yeah. No problem. give her that. links
0: and she's going to get me, uh, links for all of them. I love can it. can use my, uh, my Amazon uh, affiliate link too. Claire, thanks. You should do that. Why not? Well, um, I'm not going to do it if she's, <laughs> if she's the one. <laughs> <laughs> she's the one doing the work. Yeah. She's the one doing the work. I don't feel good about, uh,
3: Uh, before we get out of here, I got a quick correction. I don't remember this. All right. So, we, so it's fine when we get corrected. Now, usually we remember why we're getting corrected, but I don't remember this at all. Maybe you do. But it says, uh, this. It says, Hey, Scott and Brian, uh, just had to let you know that Annette Okafor is a she, and you can hear several of her short stories on the LeVar Burton Reads podcast. I don't know who Mm. that was or what the reference was for, but
0: it obviously would have come up during our, um, uh, during our uh, read read this segment with Amy, but I don't remember it. Nettie ever. with two N's? Something about
3: that's familiar? Like we brought that up or something about the two N's? I don't know. All right. Well, thank you for the correction. We got another one. Uh, we're being watched, by the way, because uh, I got this text from, I assume it's <laughs> it's this person. I don't actually know, but it says, Hey, I just wanted to let you and the whole TMS crew know that uh, Joe Matteris is watching.
0: Oh, no. Okay. Gosh.
3: Or Matarista. Matamata. I'm not sure which. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know what to do with that. That's the single only text I ever got from the guy. And uh, he's watching.
0: So... Uh, well, I looked and if you search for that name, there's a Joe Matarista. Oh, he's a, he's a comedian, apparently. Really? Like a, Yeah. We have a comedian watching he's us? A, we have a comedian watching us. Uh, Hold on. Like I want to see own, this guy. He has his own website and everything. Oh, yeah. Look at there's a guy. He's doing today. a New Jersey uh, guy. Oh, he's been on the Howard Stern Show, WTF with Mark Marin, Late Show with David Letterman. Let's see the. Uh, I bet I've heard, I bet I've heard this guy and not, uh, and just didn't know him by name.
3: I'm looking at his account on X. You know the the oh, news the hot news social media platform called X.
0: Yeah, I'm an X user of that yeah. service.
3: <laughs> I am too. I think. Uh, Anyway. All right. Well, hey, Joe, we're happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. Yeah. Be here. Thank you.
0: Send us some jokes, would you?
3: Uh, One final note from Jim. Uh, This is our good pal Jim Jensen here locally. Um, He says, my niece Autumn is ill and needs to be seen by the specialist within the Mayo Clinic. Uh, She is a single mother with limited resources. The good news is she's an author of four books, four books that want to be read. In an effort to broaden her potential readership and improve her chances of funding this trip, I present the following quote from her and several links to further information. Quote, I suffered from my father's death and several sudden and tragic losses in my life, then found out I'm facing my own debilitating rare disease or illness. Uh, I started writing to explore death in a creative way and now found a or, and now to leave a legacy for my children who may not know me in adulthood uh, so you can go to this Barnes and Noble link where you can find her books at tinyurl.com slash ambooks23 uh, or you can go to her Facebook link uh, which is her authorship page over at tinyurl.com slash amauthor23 so one is ambooks23 oh, nice. the other is amauthor23 and uh autumn's missed mayo's uh clinic campaign on facebook which is scheduled to run through the 3rd of august you can also find that at tinyurl.com slash am mayo 23 uh so books author and mayo all between am and 23 those are your three links easy to remember go over there and check them out cool happy to help out uh and make mention of this and jim we hope the best for uh your niece autumn for sure uh jim's a good guy all right
0: oh uh-huh the nicest nicest guy Uh,
3: we're going to get out of here i need to remind people though that we subsist on patreon and your good uh graces your your willingness to contribute to this enterprise and uh, without it we don't have a show so please continue and keep that up patreon.com slash tms you have like five six days left in the in the month why not use those to hop in there and get in there now if you haven't already and a gigantic thanks to everyone who already is read about all the benefits today at patreon.com slash tms all right I guess we just have music left. Is that
0: all we have? Just have music. I think that's it. Well, shit. Let's just do it then. Let's play it. All right. Um, Brian wrote in. Wait, was it me? No, I would remember it. Brian, sorry for the short notice on this request. Hopefully, you'll be able to squeeze it in. This Thursday, meaning um, last Thursday, I will be, for the first time since pre-COVID, returning to competing in large pinball tournaments. Oh, wow. Um, Wow. Very cool. What What makes it a, like, is it Massive Machines? A giant basketball-sized pinballs bouncing around in these things—is that what makes it a <laughs> large pinball I, I, I kind of want it to be what you're describing. I kind of want it to be that too. Yeah. Uh, so I was hoping you could play a song to get me ready on my trip up to the tournament. I was hoping you could play me something pinball-related. If you can find something, anything but Pinball Wizard. I leave the choice <laughs> of song to you. If you can't find anything pinball-related, anything by Iron Maiden will do. Feel free to play my song on a different day if the nose was too short. Mmm, sausage.
3: Mm. Oh, you want one of those, do you? I think I think i got yeah. that i got yeah. that right here it's right here hold on no that's not it that's gonna happen again isn't it <laughs> where's the name i can't find it uh this, one this is why this is why we
0: got rid of a lot of our uh segments because uh, we need time to search the soundboards for things yeah we need time how about a booby?
3: you know what that's not it either but that's the right person we're on the right track so we're now going to go sausage and we're going to find the long one here it is mm
0: sausage did, the it, one. did it feel been. longer feel longer uh, yeah. by the way Claire if you're searching for links don't because uh Dan just sent me an email with uh board game geek links for all 11 games so I'm gonna make those a uh, post and if so. you did already <laughs> All right, anyway. Right. All right, so I had to stay away from Pinball Wizard. There's only two other pinball songs that I know of. One of them is a song by, God, it's another Brian, Brian Porcheso or something like that. Mm. Um, An old 70s song, um, like a a bluesy, my wife left me for pinball and I'm a truck driver and stuff like that. Um, And then a song by... A favorite band of mine called Yellow, and you're probably familiar with Yellow's big hit, which is the song that goes,
3: mmm, oh, yeah,
0: um love it. Uh anyway, that that's that's Yellow, but they do a lot of great other music. And if you're not familiar with the band, you know, pull up uh Spotify or Apple Music and just do a search for Yellow Essentials. Just spell Yellow without a W, and uh, you'll have that first song that you know really well, and then you'll have a bunch of other really interesting, eclectic and weird but fun music. One of those songs is a song called "Pinball Cha Cha," which is about the greatest pinball player in all of South America, or something like that. And um, weird, it's a great song. Uh, I think it's from there. I think the album is called "Claro Que Sí," si, which is, uh, of course, in Spanish. If i if I know my Spanish, and I probably don't. Um, I think it's "Claro Que Sí." Si. Anyway. <laughs> Whole whole lot of stuff, information here about that. But the, we're playing a cover, and the cover we're playing is the one by Senor Coconut. Senor Coconut is a German dude named Uwe Schmidt, and he goes by a lot of names. Um, he goes by the name Adam TM, or Adam Trademark. Um, he's gone by Senor Coconut. Uh, he's just gone by TM at times. And he's he's like the father of Latin electronic music. Okay. Um, brilliant stuff. You got to check him out. Uh, oh, Stella! That's right, Yellow Stella. Yeah, thank you, Universal Constant. Anyway, here is Pinball Cha Cha. All that set up just for this song, Pinball Cha Cha by Senor Coconut from his 2008 album Around the World. One, two, three, cuatro.
2: Wow! If you watch this man. He's really one unity with this machine. He's the number one pinball player in Mexico City. And for him, if he plays his game, everything is... Claro sí. Come, come close to me, I tell your man you will see.